Hey, lovely people, and welcome to episode number 19. And today is special because it's my birthday, which is really fun because it's such a great time and an easy time to reflect on your year to date, your life to date, and also a really great time to think about what you want for the year ahead. So inspired by this day, I wanted to share with some of you well, with all of you, (laughs) some powerful tools and considerations to set your own goals. And so often when I work with clients on setting goals, they come to me with so many judgments and thoughts about goals themselves. Goals should be big to be valid. Goals are too much commitment and goals are overwhelming. And then they can start saying things like, I don't know what I wanna do with my whole life, my career, my relationship. And my personal favorite is when people say things like, well, it's just gonna come to me, as though one day, magically, they're going to wake up with all their shit together and a solid vision for their life. And this is not how the world works. And if you are waiting for inspiration to come to you, you're doing it wrong. And you've probably figured that out already because you are still waiting for that inspiration from five years ago. And of course your brain wants to do that. It's basically deferring any effort. It's avoiding any potential failure or rejection. It's staying completely safe inside the cave, not doing anything. And as we know, procrastination, even when it comes to setting goals, releases an instant dopamine hit that basically rewards you for doing nothing. So let's not do goal setting, but obviously we're going to. So the first thing that I like to do with clients is make them write a list of goals that they've already achieved things that have already happened in their life that they're really proud of. And it's really important to do that. When we are setting goals, it's important to start with that mindset of believing that you can achieve them. So once we write a list of three to five goals that we've already achieved, only from there do we start writing the goals that we want to achieve in the future. And the next thing I do, and I love this, is I ask them to set goals for 25 years from now and goals for 90 days with a few different timeframes in the middle. And I love this because clients always have an issue with one of these. Either something so far away is so difficult because we do not like to commit to things we think there is uncertainty around, or 90 days from now is difficult because then they know they're going to have to commit to doing some work for it. So here is the first thing I wanna teach you. Goals change. If you set a goal for 25 years from now, no one is going to come and find you in 24 years and tell you off for not doing it. No one cares. Your goals actually should change in that time as you grow as a person and learn more things. Just like I'm sure many of you listening had something you wanted 10 years ago, really, really wanted and you don't want it now. And that's growth, that's guaranteed. So then why set a long-term goal to begin with? Because you have to begin somewhere, you have to have some direction. Committing to what you want long-term impacts your short-term goals and therefore your short-term behavior. So let me give you an example in my own life. I wanted to work in finance, I saw my future there, I studied economics at the London School of Economics and went on to work in finance and each year I worked I was also taking exams to get certain qualifications and during these qualifications, it was my CFA level 2 for anyone listening in finance, they know the struggle, I realised I did not want to continue 
continued doing what I had been doing and my long-term goal had changed. I left finance, stopped the exams, and moved to New York City to work in tech, right? My goal had changed. Having that long-term goal of a successful financial career impacted my short-term goals and made me study certain things and take certain jobs. And all these actions allowed me to experience what I thought was my dream and then change it. During that time, my goal shifted to moving to New York. And this is just an example of thousands of goal shifts. And I'm sure many of you listening have had this, whether it's work-related, relationship-related, health-related, whatever it is, let your goals change. And once you do that, it's much easier to set your goals to begin with, especially the long-term ones. So really get those long-term goals down. No one's gonna hold you to anything. And those long-term goals allow you to create your short-term goals. And for these short-term goals, it's all about commitment. It's so easy to have short-term goals. But I work with clients to focus on one short-term goal for 90 days, right? Because there's so many distractions and things on the to-do list. And focusing on one goal will basically set you free, right? How many goals have you stopped and started? Added another one and another one and not learned anything in the process because you didn't see it through. Because our brain wants to jump around, it really does, right? We love setting the goal. It's often really empowering and exciting and all, all wonderful things lay ahead of us. But when it comes down to doing the work, your brain would rather save the energy. So it brings some doubt. Do I even really want this? And then it brings the shiny new things. Ooh, maybe instead of a health goal, I'll set a work goal. And my absolute favorite is when people come to me with multiple goals all at once, right? I'm gonna stop drinking, stop eating sugar, exercise four times a week, get a promotion and a boyfriend this week. Great, guaranteed failure. Circling around again and again, stopping, starting, stopping, starting. And this is why the diet industry in the US is worth like $70 billion because committing to your goal is hard. Your brain doesn't want to do the work and there's always another diet to do and a different one to start. And here is the other thing. When we think of a goal, the first thing to remember is goals should be uncomfortable. I always say, otherwise it's just a to-do list. So once you have your goals ready to go, remember we start with writing down goals we've already achieved, get ourselves into the right mindset. Then we do the long-term goals, then the short-term goals, and then we start to feel discomfort and we don't wanna do the goals. And what the last most important thing that I wanna teach you today when it comes to goal setting is understanding your obstacles to achieving those goals. What is going to stop you from achieving those goals? And know that from the outset, no surprises, you already know exactly what's going to stop you from achieving those goals. It's all the things that have stopped you and continue to stop you achieving your goals anyway. It's the self-doubt, it's the thoughts like, I can't, I won't, I shouldn't, something's gonna come up, I'm disorganized, I don't have enough time, all this stuff. Really write down every single obstacle that's going to come up for you and that does come up for you. Even if the first week you are just using it to discover the obstacles, that's fine. Once you know the obstacles together, I work with clients and you can do it by yourself, you create strategies for overcoming those obstacles. Otherwise, the goals just continue to get undone and get ignored and we're not even conscious about them. And then we feel bad about them, so we ignore them. I see this a lot with health goals, people wanna lose weight, and then 
the time comes and they have to eat less and they think thoughts like, well, I'll just start tomorrow. Well, it's someone's birthday. All the exceptions, those are the obstacles you need to be writing down and then creating strategies for each of them. And that is how you get goals done. So I really hope you found this episode useful. I know this is what I'm gonna be working on today. And just don't be afraid to set those goals. Expect them to be uncomfortable and plan for those obstacles that are gonna come up. Hey, if you wanna get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast. You'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least. It's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated, supported, and coached, of course. You are a time hacker. This is where you belong. Head to vickilouise.com forward slash group. I can't wait to see you there.